Hey heroes, it's Brian for Hot Lap Heroes. How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing good as well. I am doing well myself. Um, coming to you for a little solo cast here. Um, you know, I have been extremely busy, and I know I say that every time I feel like I do one of these solo casts. I'm telling people how extremely busy I am, and um, yeah, nothing has changed to this point. Um, very busy. Um, you know, this, this movement is taking off in a direction that I never really anticipated it to. Uh, you know, I initially started this to help out the local racers and just give them a platform to talk about their racing program and just for people to get to know some of these average Joes, if you will. And, you know, it, it started off great and, and it's continued to get greater and better. And, you know, as that's happening... I'm finding that um, there's only one Brian, and I need multiple Brians out there to help me out. And so naturally, um, the group started to grow, you know, and I know I've talked about this already, but I can't stress this enough that the amount of people that have reached out and wanted to become part of this is just, it's, it's, it's not overwhelming, but it's exciting. You know, um, it's weird because, uh, you know, as a race fan, you know, you're used to having a favorite driver and, you know, kind of fanboying or fangirling and being excited to talk to them or see them at a racetrack, you know, and watch them race. And what I'm encountering now is, um, is kind of the opposite. Now I, I'm kind of, I kind of have a fan base and it's a weird feeling when you go to a track and a driver will just want to talk your ear off, you know, about what you're doing. And that's exciting in itself. And I've, I can't honestly say that I've ever had fans, so to all my fans, uh, thank you. Um, you're not just a fan of me, you're a fan of the entire show and, and everybody involved with Hot Lap Heroes. We appreciate everything, and we appreciate that love. And I will tell you, about a month ago, I you know I was just, hey, you know, uh, I had a sponsor and they made me a t-shirt for me to wear, you know, um, and I posted it up on social media and said, hey, if I were to order some shirts, who would want one, you know? And I thought for sure maybe 20 or 25 of them. But no, I, I put an order in for 100 t-shirts and 20 hats. And gosh darn it, I got about four hats left. And I mean, I, I, I've got plenty of shirts, but I know that um, they will probably quickly be gone. So if you're wanting a piece of the Hot Lap Hero swag, uh, message our page on Facebook or get a hold of me, Brian Hayward, at um, on my Facebook there. Just DM me, slide up in the DMs, you know, and, and we can get you a shirt and ship it out. And um you know, real cool deal with Carmen over at Logo Wear, uh, my sponsor that, uh, you know, put the, my logo on a t-shirt just, just for me. And, um, you know, then I put it out there for social media and everybody's, and everybody wants it. And uh, I've had people that probably don't even listen to this podcast want to buy a t-shirt and a hat, uh, because, you know, they support the locality and they also support their friends doing things in life. And I think that's a very important factor and a key I kind of want to say is that, you know, we need to support everybody, especially locally. Um, and that means any business, restaurant, gas station, insurance, lawn care company, support your local people because they're the ones that put out a lot of money and do a lot of goodwill for the communities. Um, and they are the ones that are struggling from this COVID pandemic, you know, and at the same time, 
They need our business and we need to support them. And that's a huge thing at Hot Lap Heroes is I talk about this all the time is we got to support our local tracks and our local racers. I'm not on here to talk about these big name drivers that are rolling in and out of toter homes with five to six cars at their disposal. I'm talking to guys that got a car that was built in 1997 that they've rebuilt six times and they're running their grandfather's motor, you know, that's been in their family for 20 years. Like, that's the interesting stuff that I like and I want people to hear and learn about. And if you've been listening, God, ha- are you not enjoying Two Strokes with Jokes? I mean, Kurt and Cole are doing an amazing job. I mean, every time I talk about it, I get I get goosebumps because, you know, um, I started this as me doing all the talking, and, and, and I'm very good at that, and I know I know that I have that ability, but to bring my buddies on... And for them to get comfortable and now they've got their own show, like, it's it's just amazing. And I am so pumped for them. I mean, I find myself laughing and and smiling when I listen to their podcast. And it's not because they're my buddies. It's because I am literally interested in what they are talking about. And I can relate to it. And it feels amazing to have a race car driver and a previous track owner and just an all-around, just general man of interest in Kurt to be able to talk about things that that are prevalent in the racing industry. And a lot of the stuff that we talk about, believe it or not, we're on the forefront. Before Dirt on Dirt puts it out, before these other medias put it out, we're on top of our game. And I really accredit that to us being directly involved in the racing industry. I mean, I work on a car. I've been in the racing industry for probably 10 years, and I've worked on Cole's car for the past six years, going on seven. And... You know, Kurt's owned the track, Peoria Speedway. Kurt was a track prepper. Kurt worked for the AMA. Hell, he was a roadie. He holed around George Thorogood. I mean, this guy's got every bit of story and every bit of up and down you could ever imagine, but he's been involved in that racing, and that's what we love. Um, you know, then and then if you if you like the historic, the historic stuff, you got Jeff Hall over here doing this new segment, this Historic Heroes. I don't know if you checked that out, but he interviewed Steve Frazee, and and I do have to apologize to everybody, but we have been struggling with our audio since day one, okay? And and kudos to Kurt for figuring out our issue. Um, so when we were recording these episodes... We weren't recording into these microphones we were talking into. They may as well just been props because we weren't getting the audio into the computer the way that we thought. We really thought the microphones were working, but the computer was actually the one doing the recording. So um, it's kind of embarrassing that it took us this long to figure that out. But back to back to Jeff. That I just finished listening to that podcast, and let me tell you, man... That is so amazing. It's so cool to be able to just... Jeff is a huge fan of his. And Jeff is a very, very, very intricate, calculated, historically accurate, just statistician. I would call him a historian more than anything because he just knows so much. And that is something that I value about Jeff. He brings that to the table. And it's so easy going with him. He's so easy to work with. And Jeff, you're a great guy, and I love what you did here with Historic Heroes. You know, and if you and if you haven't heard that, well, check it out. It's up. But even then, check out our our Saturday Night Short Track update that I got Jeff on and and myself. Now it's becoming kind of my fixture in this industry now because things are changing rapidly to where I'm. I, like I said, I'm I'm I find myself rarely on the microphone as much as I used to be, which is okay. Because there's a lot of other things that I have to continue to do. Um, you know, Jeff's been taking care of a lot of the booking. 
Kurt and Cole, they've always got their own little game plan, you know, going on. So, I mean, it's just, we've got so many entities inside of Hot Lap Heroes, and we are just thrilled with the response that we've gotten. I, hell, I went to the track a couple weeks ago, and I shot my video, and every single person I talked to knew who I was. I mean, I wasn't even wearing my Hot Lap Hero shirt. I mean, and that made me feel good. It made me feel really good to know that our brand is getting out there to the people that we wanted to get to. And like I said, I've been I've been needing to expand, right? I've been needing to get more people involved in Hot Lap Heroes. Uh, today, uh, Greg Osmond reached out to me about some things he was interested in doing, maybe, or just some thoughts. And I said, Greg, would you not be interested in being part of Hot Lap Heroes? And, you know, it was like that. He instantly replied right back, hell yeah. So welcome, Greg Osmond, to the, to the board of of Hot Lap Heroes here, another racer, a, a accomplished street stock racer, um, a very intuitive man, if you will, a very nice guy. Uh, I had him on our Saturday Night Short Track update last week, and he looked a little nervous in the beginning of the podcast, um, you know, maybe because he really didn't know what we were all about. And, uh, you know, I'm a kind of a goofball at, at heart, and I'll always be that way. And so I think once I started to rub off on him a little bit, he started to open up, and boy, I tell you, he was probably one of my favorite guests we had on because he was engaging and he was fun. And, and um, you know, he made a comment uh, about an analogy I made about two modified drivers and uh, or a modified driver. And I just think it was funny how he, he kind of called me out. And I felt like I looked at him and I'm like, man, you kind of belong with us, you know. And, and so he gladly obliged to come on. And so now I've got another person added and it's exciting to have him bring his knowledge and his accessibility and all of his traits and talents that he has to help us grow this brand. So I'm very excited to bring him on, you know, and like I said, I can't praise these guys enough for what they do for you, the viewers. I mean, we do it for us in a way, but we do it for you. Because you don't see everything that goes on when you're a fan of the racetrack. You don't know what's going on in their minds when they're in their race cars. You don't see what they're doing in the track necessarily. You don't see what goes on when we're not at the racetrack. And that's kind of what I wanted to bring to the light for everybody to see or hear. Um, you know, and, and so it's just it's just awesome that we're making this more accessible for people to learn and about racing and in, in, in general. You know, we're touching on history, we're touching on results, you know, we're touching on drivers that you probably have never heard of, and if you have, it, there's somebody of, of importance to us here at Hot Lap Heroes. You know, we value the average Joes or the no-namers, you know. Um, I'm working diligently to get this other show off the ground with my good buddy Blake Brown. Blake, I know you're super busy. I called him today. He didn't answer. I know he just, uh, you know, he's got a lot of stuff going on. He's job changed by, you know, a homeowner now. And then he's, you know, he's racing. So he's very busy. But I want to get these mods going in the direction of the, the late models and, and everything else because the modified drivers, I believe, deserve a lot of respect and they don't get a lot of respect. And so for that, I, I want to help the modified class out and just get some acknowledgement and some and exposure for them. So we are definitely expanding. I am always looking for more help, more volunteers, just anything that you can bring to Hot Lap Heroes to help us continue to bring content to you. I'm all open for that. If you want to be part of this and you think maybe, hey, I could talk, 
Or, hey, I go to a lot of the races and I know a lot about this and that. Don't be afraid to reach out. Um, you know, because although right now it's kind of, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of we're kind of just grabbing whatever we can um, in a sense of content and media. Um, we want to grow this brand. Obviously, we want to grow it big enough to to be a to be a you know to be a to be a uh, oh what's the word I'm looking for here? Help me out here. I'm having a brain fart, Brian. <laughs> to to be like a you know a structure in the dirt racing world. Uh, you know when I when I come to a track, I I, I don't want the fanboy much. I I would rather just people be excited to see us there because they know what we're doing when we're there, and that is helping out the local racers by giving them some exposure, shooting some video for them, talking to them, interviewing them, um, and just generally hanging out and getting to know them. Because I will tell you this, um, you know I've made a lot of new friends and a lot of acquaintances because of all this, and I and I expect that to continue to flourish and grow, and so I you know. I've got a lot of big plans in the works to kind of expand this brand and to, to bring light to more people than just the racers. Um, so there are things that I am working on behind the scenes that I am looking at doing. You know, the team's going to have a creative meeting next week, and we're going to kind of go over some things and just kind of see where we want this to go. Um, and like I said, I couldn't do it without everybody support. Uh, good wishes and wellness and everything that people just have done to help us out. We really, really appreciate it. Um, I do have a big name guy coming on. He's a modified driver, very big name, and I'm excited to get him coming on soon, um, although it's during racing season, so it's it's going to be a little bit tighter and tougher to get these people on um, just because everybody's schedule is probably conflicting with the racing season. But with that, I've also reached out to several tracks locally here, Farmer City, Fairbury, a spoon, um, you know, I've pretty much got an in at Peoria, uh, maybe Macon and Lincoln. I'm looking to add volunteers or people that would like to donate their time uh, and help us with our Saturday night short track updates, as well as news and information. Um, you know, and mainly what I've been looking at is photographers. I've reached out to the photographers at several tracks um, and to let them know that I would be interested and would love to have them come on board. You know, uh, really help the page get some more content rolling in. I believe Greg's going to be a huge help for some of our social media stuff. Jeff's doing a great job running the page. Um, you know, I do run on the page occasionally as well. So, you know, we are trying to diversify and find our talents and niches and where we all succeed at and use that to expand the brand and grow this into something bigger and greater and better and grander, if you will. You know, and uh, it's getting out of Illinois. I've been shipping some stuff off to Kentucky. I ship some stuff out to Oregon, uh, some stuff down to Louisiana. So there is, you know, there is the connection. It's drawing, and and, and it's 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 somewhat feels slow, but it's actually growing very quickly. So, um, you know, without the support, like I said, I couldn't do this without you without you all listening and. You know, I, I feel like every time I get on here, I'm praising my team, but it's it has to be done. I have to let you know how well they're doing and how proud of them I am because I never thought in my lifetime that I would have something like this that's that's budding and developing right in front of my very own eyes. And, and it's something that I'm passionate about, and it's something that, you know, far few between people do we get to chase after our dreams. And I like to look at most race car drivers as people that chase their dreams because I still have a... <laughs> I still have a want to drive a race car amateurly or professionally, however you look at it. 
And I, you know, I don't have that um, outlet, but I mean, this is the next best thing for me is to be involved in the racing and then be on the insides and the inner workings of it. And so it's just, it just feels great that I've got people out there chasing their dreams and I could be part of my dream too and helping them and pursuing their dreams, you know, and, and it feels great and I love it. And, and I, and I do love the fact that we have fans and that we're getting recognized when we go out to places, you know, and I, and I, I guess I have to accept the fact that at some point in time it may be to that point where I, I can't, you know, go to a track without getting hounded. But, you know, until that day comes, I'm okay with it. And I appreciate, you know, the fans that show up and show support and who have bought T-shirts or who will want to buy T-shirts when they see us. I appreciate that. Um, you know, that money's going to go back into this podcast to help us uh, continue to grow. And I do want to donate some of this money to a friend that, uh, you know, had a house fire and lost a lot of stuff. And then I had another uh, racing fan friends that uh, family was injured in an ATV accident at Spoon last week and uh, you know they're doing something to help them out and I, I just want to try to help the community in more ways than just talking about the racing program um, I'm working on trying to get in touch with a good friend of mine who works with a with um, a not-for-profit an outreach company called Little Buddies I believe and um, I'm wanting to do something with them as well I think having goodwill and charity involved in my podcasting and media entity here is only good for um exposure and to grow and show that we here at Hot Lap Heroes truly want to give back to the communities that we are supporting. And I believe you as the viewers and listeners should be willing to be on the same part of that. If if we start taking donations, I would love it if you guys could all pitch in and help out uh, and we send this money to a good cause or to a righteous place that deserves it. I am not trying to profiteer here at all. I never did this with intent to make money. I did this with intent because it was something I loved to do. And it has quickly grown into something that I love to do, but it's now quickly grown into something more than I anticipated. And so there's a lot of stressful and sleepless nights I get sometimes just thinking of, oh, Brian, what can I do better? Am I not doing enough? Like, what do I have to do to make people want this content to keep coming out? And I really think it just is being passionate and being true to yourself. And that's been a huge thing for me uh, because I am just flourishing in my own set of mind, but it's not without repercussion. You know, things do fall behind. I do fall off on stuff because I'm so busy. Um, scheduling is so hard because I am working a full-time job. I'm enjoying my lunch right now, and I wanted to just fire off a real quick little solo cast here um, to give you some updates with everything. And so, you know, I just... There's just so much that can be done, and there is so much that we want to do that finding time to make it all work is challenging. It's not a problem because it's challenging. There's ways around these challenges. We just have to maneuver and juke and just plot where we want to be in order to make things work easier. And I was hoping to be relieved of my duties at my job. And, uh, you know, they didn't want me to leave. And so I, I stuck it out and, uh, you know, uh, part of me wishes I wouldn't have, but you know, they're at the end of the day, Brian has to eat and Brian has to pay his bills and hot lap heroes is not to that point where they can do that for me. And would I would love that to happen. Of course, I would love for this to be my, my full-time job. And all I do is race, race, race stuff, you know, but me, I am a very busy person. I have to be continually, consistently busy or I, or I start to falter in my ways. If I'm not busy, I'm not being productive. And if I'm not productive, I am wasting time. 
And when I'm wasting time, that's when my bad habits kick in, whether that's, you know, eating junk food or staying up late or drinking soda. I mean, being in a positive mind state and having a healthy mind and body is really a big key factor to the successes that I have had. And as busy as I've gotten, I've let that slack off. But thankfully, I have an amazing team under me and they are picking up where I can't or where I struggle or where I just lack the time. Um, you know, uh, do I got my hands in too much? Most definitely. Is it going to be easy to let go of those things? Absolutely not. Uh, do I want to continue to do all of those things? Yes. Um, and it's just kind of, you have to, we have to balance it out. What's going to be better for me? What's going to be better for Hot Lap Heroes? And it's all a balance, as you know, and I usually would take the side of everybody else and want to do what's better for them. But I've learned through past failures and just my past history that when I don't focus on me, my, my self hurts and, and, is, and, is, and is negatively impacted by that. So as much as I want to help everybody else, at some point in time, Brian has to take care of him in order for this content and this podcast to be relevant and still being put out in a timely fashion. You know, and I will say that we did kind of fall off there for a couple of weeks, but, you know, peak racing season, schedule conflicts, Kurt's out planning, Cole's working on race cars, you know, his truck's been down. So, you know, we've been, it's been hit and miss, but we are getting back to the um, routine setup of shows, if you will. So uh, the idea that, um, you know, we fall behind only when we allow ourselves to, and we, and we kind of did. And I do apologize about the content not being um, as um, routine as it used to be. And, and, and we are working towards making it better and more consistent. It just takes time. You know, and then we found out about this audio problem that we had. And I, and I almost feel ashamed that I let this happen for this long. But that's just part of learning. You know, I literally had no knowledge of audio or video when I started all of this. It was literally... YouTube videos and the place that I got the equipment from, I watched some videos on how to set everything up. And I mean, judging by what I ran on the YouTube videos, everything was plugged in right, but it just wasn't working correctly. And now I feel as if these other podcasts I've done with guests, I need to bring them back on for a redemption podcast so that people can actually hear them clearly. And like I said, it's that that is a deflating thing to find out that there was something going on for three months and and we're just now figuring it out. And uh, it's crazy, but it's minimal. So thank you for sticking through the horrible audio. <laughs> and uh, thank you for sticking with us through this all. And I hope you continue to stick it out. And I hope you continue to listen. And I hope you continue to reach out with guests or questions. You know, I want to open up a hotline. And we're kind of working to get to that point. Um and that way we can take questions and you can leave messages and maybe we play that back for you on the podcast and we answer your questions. If you want to come and talk shit and tell us how bad we suck, I mean, uh, I'm not going to say don't do it, but if you want to, go for it. Maybe uh, maybe we'll talk about it and give you the reasons why you think we suck or, or we could do better. You know, because I always want to make the best content and I want to make it relatable, realistic, and fun and entertaining. Now, when I put my YouTube channel up, that's where the fun really starts for me. Because, like I said, I'm a goofball. And, um, you know, racing can be fun. But I feel like a lot of places that do the media for racing, it's all 
drawn out videos of them driving and I mean a little bit of work and a lot of you know but no one really encapsulates a racer's true weekend as a matter of fact nobody does um and I'm working on doing some stuff for my driver Cole and you know some other drivers that I would like to get them a little bit of recognition and help them out and uh you know give them a little bit of um credibility when they go looking for sponsors or when they want to promote themselves and a lot of people they don't they don't understand that when you're building a video it's like telling a story you know I have to pick the story that I want to tell and I want to paint this picture for you the listener so that you can hear it and see it and that makes it interesting um, so instead of just bundling a bunch of clips of cars going around in circles and people working on cars and stuff I want to find a story if you will that's what I want to do with my YouTube channel I want to tell stories now they could be fables and they could be great and they could be funny and that's fine but I want to really divulge into some diet di- uh, um, journals if you will of, of a racers journal um, so I'm looking to do stuff like that as well I mean we've got some content coming up that I think is going to be really great some funny stuff that I've been talking with the crew and I'm hoping that that takes off because if we can get that going and you know there's so much negativity in the world that, you know, the best cure for sadness is laughter. And I know a lot of people out here are still struggling with the with the cause of the pandemic, you know, losing family members and loved ones and friends to this horrible virus. Um, you know, and then businesses being shut down, people being locked in their homes. I want to bring some goodness to all of this negativity that surrounded us this last year and in the beginning of this year. So I want to make things funny and humorous and enjoyable for you. So when we start working on that YouTube, we'll we'll definitely be putting some laugh laugh reels out. I think you guys will enjoy the the stuff I'm working on coming up with, and I think you're going to enjoy what's coming down the pipeline here shortly anyway. So, you know, racing season's in full effect. Man, Spoon River was amazing last weekend. Uh, Peoria's had two great weeks of racing as far as the track and the talent that shows up. The racing's been good. Farmer City's been battling a little bit of rough track, but very fast. Lincoln's been dealing with the same thing, heavy tracks, a little rough. Now you got Fairbury opening up this weekend. It's going to be a great opening weekend. If you get up north and you're up at Fairbury, go check that place out. If you've never been, man, that's a... It's kind of like a culture shock when you come into that town because it's it's really supported by the town that racetrack is. And if you really want a culture shock, come around July 28th, 29th, 30th uh, when World of Outlaws shows up for the PDC Classic. Um, that, my friends, is, is, is amazing. So excited for Curl, Matt Curl and all of them at Fairbury. Billy Decker, one of the track maintainers I know. Uh, you know, all the guys that race there locally, excited for them to have their opening weekend. I am sure it's going to be a great show. I, unfortunately, will be most likely at Peoria, where my driver, Cole Swibel, will be racing. And let me tell you, he has got a fast car. First time ever this kid's been able to drive the car, feel it, and be competitive. And, you know, what better time to start this podcast than and, and when, than, uh, than Cole's redemption year, if you will. I mean, it's it's been up and down a lot for Cole. And just to see the way the car drove two weeks ago, I mean, I just... Man, I was so pumped for him. I mean, I was so excited. And, you know, uh, we broke the power steering rack. And, you know, that stuff happens. And you know what? Cole was not mad one bit that we broke. And I wasn't either. I was pumped because he was running up the front. And he was running down third place. I mean, you got Todd Bennett 
Richie Bell? Jeffrey Ledford? And Cole Swibel? Man, I mean, he's running up there with the big dogs, so I am very, very, very excited. And I'm very proud of Cole's racing program and how far along it's came. Uh, Now, if Cole, if you don't finish in the top five, I'm going to be dogging you all week, and I'm going to make sure you hear it all the time. So, like I said, we got our driver, our house driver, Cole Swibel, is going to have a good weekend. I know he will. As long as everything on that car holds together, I think old Cole Swibel might get him a checkered flag this weekend. You watch out for that number 98 special now. If you don't know who he is, you'll know soon enough. Because I'll tell you what, that boy can drive a car, and he's been driving a car that, uh, by by uh, choice of words here, was a piece of poo. <laughs> As Curtin Cole would say, um, a piece of poo because it just did not do what he needed it to do. And, you know, it took going down and having some R&D at Illini Racing Supply and putting up a new shock package, and this thing is a rocket ship, man. So as a race fan, you know, I'm pumped for Cole. And as his crew guy, I'm just ecstatic and I can't wait for tomorrow. So get out there, support your local tracks. It's going to be beautiful. Try to keep the negativity and the nasty talk and all the just toxic validity stuff that comes out of your mouth when you are upset. Keep it in your mind. Don't blast it on Facebook. Quit making these tracks look like they're the bad guy when they're just giving you a place to race. You know, there's one winner in every feature, and there's 20-some-odd losers in every race. You're not going to make everybody happy. You never are. And if you try to make everybody happy, you're never going to make anyone happy. So just be thankful, racers, that you have places to race and that you have facilities that are willing to risk their reputation for you to put on a show. Now, look, if you're going to get pissed off and ticked off about something, and, it, and you have every right to be, then, my God, you know, ex, ex, explain yourself. But try to be positive and, and, and just try to try to just remember that, you know, these people that own these tracks and operate they don't have to operate them. They do it for you, the racer. And they do it for you, the fans. And I think we as fans need to owe it to the track and the drivers to hold that nasty negativity talk that we see on a lot of Sundays or Saturday nights when somebody gets junked or wrecked and they think it's another driver's fault. You have no idea what goes on in that race car. The only person that knows is the race car driver. And that's when you jump in and defend them is when they post it. Don't get on that page and start starting a crap storm with a track or an official or a fan because you don't agree with something that happened. Wait for your driver to make a comment or talk about it. Then take what they say and make your own assumptions and put that out there so it looks logically thought out and not some of this just explicit language that doesn't need to be seen or read. You have young children that want to get into this sport and you're bringing kids to this track. Don't bring them around that nasty negative energy. If you're nasty and negative, don't go to the racetrack. Don't unload your car because all you are doing is putting a sour taste in the mouth of yours and fans already. And I can tell you right now, friends, that happens a lot. But if you go the next week with a positive attitude, things can change very quickly. But if you keep that negative, negative energy, the negative, nasty thoughts, all you're going to do is have more negative thoughts and issues and things pop up. And then you're going to eventually put yourself out of that track because you're tired of all the things that you've created, not what they've created. Remember that. Go out and have fun this weekend. Be safe. If you drink, make sure somebody sober drives you home because we don't want to lose any of our heroes. Okay? 
We've already lost enough heroes. We don't need to lose any more fans or racers. Um, just be smart, mindful. Please be courteous and respectful. Please don't get on these pages and badmouth these tracks when they are giving you the opportunity to race. If you have a questionable call that you don't agree with, take it up with the page or the race track. Don't get on Facebook and bash these places. That's why places are shutting down. Let's all come together as a racing community as they normally do and tell these bad apples to, hey, zip it or we're going we're gonna to do something about it. You know, we don't need all this negativity. We be positive and positive things happen. When you think negative, only things that happen are negative. And, I'm, and I mean that because I've lived through that. And I'm here to tell you a little philosophical side of it is don't be a negative Nancy. Be a positive Patsy, okay? Or a negative Nick and a positive Pat. However you look at it, just, just try to be optimistic and open-minded and understand that things happen on that racetrack that are out of the racer's hands control and out of the official's control. If you got somebody out there bullying a driver and driving you dirty, okay, let the track deal with that. Don't take it to the pits and, and potentially injure somebody because you're driving 100 mile an hour through the pits and hit somebody or something stupid like that. We don't need that. It puts a bad taste in our mouth uh, as race fans and as race tracks and promoters and owners. They, they see that stuff and, it, and it, it pushes them away. I mean, so just be mindful of that. Please, please be courteous and kind to one another. When you're at the racetrack this weekend, if you see somebody you don't know, shake their hand, introduce themselves, have a conversation with them. Hey, who's your favorite driver? Who are you rooting for tonight? This is who I'm rooting for. You might find some common ground. You might make a new friend. I know every time I go to a racetrack, I meet somebody new. And I make it a point to. Because I enjoy the racing family. And you should too. And if you don't enjoy the racing family, then go do something else. Because if all you're going to do is just be negative, 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 <laughs> you're not helping the sport. You're actually regressing the sport. Okay? Now, I'm big, big proprietor of let them fight it. And like I said, I'm a big, big proprietor of letting these racers fight it out on the track. I know a lot of people will say, but Brian, fighting doesn't belong in racing. And I, I, will, I will attest to that and say, yes, it does. In the right, in the right aspects, um, you know, there are certain drivers out there that drive over their head a lot. And it's because they have an endless budget. They don't have to fix their stuff. Somebody else does that, and somebody else flips the bill. Now, when you're a local guy, and one of these big-name guys takes you out, they don't care about tearing your shit up. So I believe there needs to be some type of repercussion, and I'm a big proprietor and just watching somebody get the brake speed off of them. Now, I know we're trying to be family-oriented, you take your kids to watch UFC fights and watch two dudes beat the crap out of each other until one of them falls down and can't can't see or can't breathe. And you can't let two drivers who are very emotional, very aggressive, very competitive have their disagreements. And I think there needs to be that in racing. And I think you do need to fight on the front stretch. Don't take it back in the pits. Just, you know, if you're, if you're going to put on a show, do it for the fans, okay? Um, and then let the UMP or IMCA or whoever, Dirt Car or the tracks, just decide what they want to do with that. But like I said, bring that positive attitude to the track and you're going to have a good time. You know, you might see a show, you might see something you've never seen before, you may have been there every week, but if you just maintain that positive attitude and keep that negativity to a bare minimum, if not any at all, 
then I believe we as a racing community can have a good thing going here. So don't ruin it by being a sour grape, okay? Like I said, get out to the tracks this weekend. Enjoy the weather. Go talk to your favorite drivers. Get their autographs. Hang out at their hall or have a drink with them. You know, whatever you have to do to get out there and enjoy yourself this weekend, please do it and do it safely, okay? Um, I can't thank you guys enough for the support. It's been amazing so far, and I can, like I said, it's only going to continue to get better, and I'm going to continue to get busier, and, you know, like I said, I hate that you guys don't hear me as much, um, and that's why I want to come on here and make, you know, make some things happen, so uh, Greg, you know, messaged me already, and he's already got a guest idea, so, I mean, you know, Greg, I'm glad you came on, man. I, I am excited to see what you came up with and what you will come up with, you know, just as excited as I am to kick Blake Brown's ass in our North versus South Modified show. That's right, Blake. I'm coming for you, buddy. I've had a couple of good weeks to watch some Modified drivers, and this weekend I'm going to pay attention to some more Modified drivers, and uh, the North is going to beat the South, and that's that's what's going to be. So I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys so much. Thank you for allowing me to pursue my dream. You guys are awesome. Look for you at the track. If you see me at the track, don't be afraid to come talk to me and say hey or hi. Or if you want to buy a shirt or if your kid wants to take a photo. I should have some stickers here this weekend too. All in all, it's going to be a great weekend of racing. I hope to see you guys out. And I hope you guys all enjoy the beautiful weather. And please stay safe and please keep it positive and just be mindful. There are eyes and ears listening everywhere you go and whatever you say and, and do. Okay. So until next time, keep it on the high side and bang in the cush. Hot Lap Heroes, out.